0: Love Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the New and City of Good Hour. Well, it's Wednesday and here we are and hoping to hear from some of you today. I uh, want to let everybody know how to get a hold of us. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And uh, we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. And I'm just checking to see if our show is visible. Yes, it is. They are visible on the page of Blog Talk Radio. And the number 914-338-0164, do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. So um, on a past show, Neil, one of our callers asked about the significance of the name in terms of numerical value and how it relates to their personal energy, past lives, etc., And um, we were talking about how changing the name, well, first of all, the name isn't as significant as the birth date, obviously, but changing a name, a nickname, or changing a last name can change the whole energy field of a person because of the change of name and the fact that there's a different numerical value to a nickname or a different last name, et cetera. But... um, But... There are some people that come into the world abandoned as children, for example, without a birth date or people that are actors or actresses that change their birth date or people that are um, like the, those that are abandoned are adopted and then then are assigned a birth date, essentially, because there's no real birth date known. And obviously that presents a karmic uh it is produced from a karmic issue um, related to past life. We were talking about Paul Franzak.
1: Yeah, the well, the position of there. There are two things that could amount to a distortion or incorrect, inaccurate birth date. One is that there is, the person comes in with a certain amount of energy that is not going to be included in the, in, the, in the actual birth date, but is actually part of an energy field from a past life that has to be resolved before the birth date can even be established. Now, that's hard to tell uh, until you get the accurate birth date.
0: And sometimes people never do. I mean, there, there are cases where people never find out their actual right. birth date. And so they're working off a code that really isn't theirs.
1: But you see Yet that, it's
0: connected, but, but it is. I mean, it's,
1: it, But that could result in, to the extent that they were adopted or, or they, they, there was some turmoil, warfare, there was something to do with immigration, birth dates weren't recorded. So that energy prior to, the, to whether you know the actual birthday or do not know the actual birth date, is a past life all unto itself that really doesn't exist in terms of a birthday code. It's a wandering. It's like a no-man's land. It's like being born without a name. We identify ourselves by name, but that doesn't mean that we don't exist without a name, which also means that... W- We do exist without a birth date. We exist. A birth date is a code. It's a code recorded in time at the place in which we enter the earth. But if we don't have that code, that doesn't mean that we don't exist. We can be a non-person, a non-citizen. We can be nameless, dateless in terms of our birth, but we still exist that existence in terms of the lack of knowing that a number system is still part of an energy presentable in a past past life. Even though, you know, somebody who was born, they don't have a birth date, they don't know their parents. Uh, let's Let's say they're shuffling through and nothing's being recorded, but at seven years old, there's now a record somebody drops them off in an orphanage or something. And so their existence actually starts at seven, but no one really knows what happened prior to the age of seven. They might gather some facts here and there, but no one knows the actual story. Same thing with a past life wherein the birth date is not actually known. Now, once the birth date is established, if there is some some birth date established, you might be able to shuffle through the clues of the numbers to figure out why that birth date was given and surmise where it comes from. Otherwise, you might have to go into hypnosis, or past life regression, or if the psychic is very talented, they will pick up the energy by sheer vibration of the human being and establish uh, some credible storyline but well, it does present a mystery it's if, going to be a mystery it presents
0: side. a mystery but generally speaking most people don't know how to uh, or aren't aware of of the meaning of their own birth their personal birthday code i mean you know someone who comes into the world and is assigned a birth date because they are abandoned or whatever and fought, later comes to find the real birth date out doesn't necessarily, I mean, it's, it's great that, you know, you can find, finally establish a root system and identity in terms of an actual birth date. But as far as accomplishing the birth date, you know, the person might be completely uneducated and likely are uneducated.
1: Well, you know, this brings up the to idea that. That, that there is something void before creation.
0: A there's dark, something, void, to
1: there's <laughs> something to avoid. There's something to avoid before creation. There is a void, the O-I-D. Now, even in the Bible, uh, if you look at the phrasing of the Bible,
0: it starts, it starts off with void and darkness. Well,
1: void and darkness doesn't come in at the beginning. No. The heaven in the earth was created. <clears throat>
0: And then uh, darkness, And, That's then,
1: the and then, then, then the next phrase refers to that as the a void, the earth yeah. was without form. Yeah, yeah. The, earth was, the earth was without form. And, and it, darkness uh, was upon the face of the deep. deep. Well, you have a contrast of energy there. If the earth was without form, then there was no earth. But yet you combine the and linguistically you combine earth without form. So if earth has no form, naturally there should be no earth. How does an earth have no form? It's a void. So when we talk about the depth of where we come from, there is a void before or beginning But that voidness is a prelude to shape and form. And in that voidness is content. There's content, there's thought, there's energy. So when we get to that concept, that's where the zero comes in. The zero comes into that that element of time and space that suggests a voidness. And yet it also has some form of content. You can't define it because it's dark. It's
0: deep. Right. But in a birth date code, a zero is I mean, a zero is not generally viewed as something that's positive in a birth date code. However, it does. I mean, every number has duality. No. A
1: a zero has a duality. It, It has that sense of voidness. But within the life content of a person, it suggests a voidness in terms of a wasted life without content, if you can find that definition somewhere in a person's life, or suicide, something that, that registered a voidness in the life, and some things can have an immediate chase to the finish line, such as suicide, or, I mean, all these things are you can argue the case on these things, but generally speaking, in the in, in the smack implication of dialoguing, zeros do suggest something of a void in, within a lifetime.
0: Especially, I mean, more dramatically if the zero is in the linear birthday code, so a person can have a higher number that has a zero in it. And it may be more diluted, that zero, because it's not in the linear code. It right. means the past life could be further back or um, they could have it in their karmic number and not in the linear birthday code. So they're still carrying that energy of zero, but not as intensely as if they had it like in their month or day. Right.
1: See, a zero, it, it can mean nothing and it can mean everything. If you add or subtract, it really doesn't have any application. It's there, but it doesn't do much. If you multiply a zero to, to, a, a, to a thousand nines, it's going to be zero if you multiply. That multiplication is significant in terms of how the zero goes back in time, multiple lifetimes prior to the one you're in, that might have caused some form of oblivion, which would also result in, to the extent that you don't know your birth date because you weren't honored with a birth date. You're coming to the earth with such a multiple issue of zero voidness, death, suicides, that you don't, you're not merited a birth date and you're sort of lost in a drift in time and space because of the multiple application of a zero in your past life.
0: So this is what's interesting. There was a man who, um, it's, it was a national case in, I believe, Michigan um, in 1964. So he, this man, Paul Fronzek, has um, been on Dateline and all those shows and it essentially was found two years after this baby was kidnapped from a Michigan hospital, a day after his birth. So the birth date, 42464, is the birth date this Paul Fronzak grew up with because he was supposedly found or he was found, Paul Franzak was supposedly found in a New Jersey shopping mall at the age of two years old. And, and a the two parents, the right. So the parents, um, there's a two in the birth date? Yeah. 424. Four,
1: two,
0: no, 426. Oh, 426. Yeah, there's two in the birthday. So he was found but felt like there was something wrong. He didn't feel like he fit in completely with his family. He didn't feel as though he just, there was something that sparked his curiosity. And he asked his parents in 2012 if he could take a DNA test, which they did. And, of course, it was found that he wasn't their child. So he went on a mission to find the real Paul Fronzak. But in the process of doing so, and he did, actually, he did find their son. Um, and it's actually kind of tragic because the, this, the, the real son ended up dying of cancer um, at a fairly young age. The father, the parents um, weren't able to meet him. I think the mother only talked to this real son on the phone. But Paul Franzek found out his real birth date, and um, it was ten twenty seven nineteen sixty four. So there's that zero. Yeah, and he was a thirty equals three. This Kevin Beatty um, was, and I'm not sure of the details about Kevin Beatty, but his birth date that he lived with. Lived and died with essentially was three fourteen sixty four, which is compounded. But he was actually the one born on four twenty six sixty four. Yeah, ten twenty seven. There's it holds two zeros. Yeah, it holds two zeros. As you add it up, it's ten again. And he was abandoned. I mean, the one zero yes. it shows that. And uh, according to uh, according to people who knew the family, that he was born into. Um, said that the children were ter- there was many children and they were terribly terribly neglected and abused. Obviously, he was found abandoned. But um, it's interesting, you know, the fact that he had to go through his life until at least probably 2015 or 16 with this birth date.
1: Yeah,
0: but that see, wasn't his. Uh,
1: 2016 would be 27. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Zone, I'm not if, sure. If you're going that's, to that place. I'm when you sure have I'm the two and you eliminate the zeros, you have an eleven, which prompts the attitude of the relationship problem, because it caused a relationship problem in him, where he doesn't realize he's you know he realizes he
0: thinks he's in a different family. Right, and the, the the other thing is he had a twin. Yeah. He had a twin, and he's ne- he's never been able to find the twin. So there's another, um, you know. Yeah. Connection he wasn't able to find. Um, he's been looking for his twin sister for years because they were separated well two at two. Well,
1: that, two, that, at that, two. <laughs> in his Which case, is that in, would be analyzed as the ten ten and the eleven and the two zeros uh, from t- the eleven taken from the
0: ten. Two we're 10, talking seven, about zero. the ten twenty seven birthday, but the four twenty six sixty four also is problematic because when you get to that, when you, what is it? So at the crossover, 426, and when you go into the century, there's a 22. So yeah, yeah. Multiple of 11. 1964 is an 11. They were both born in
1: 1964. Yeah, I mean these whole these codes hold. You know the depth of analyzing these codes and uh, applying um, and, and, and applying a. a multiple themes to the codes as you look at one's life is is quite impressive i think if you uh state that well it's kind of ridiculous to assume that a birth date holds so much energy but the net the, our natural world is based on numbers numbers composed our natural world just as not only biblically speaking is there a number system going on in Genesis? But also, and so, code numbers are, are designated. But there's also the, the in the natural world, numbers are designated. You may not have a language for the number, but numbers are designated in terms of in terms of quant, uh, quantities, which is assigned words to the numbers: one, two, three, four. But those are just words. They don't. They're representative of the number, but they're just meaningless language. A one is one solid object. Is the solid, solid object? Would you call it one or Bugs Bunny? It doesn't matter. That is just a name applied to the uh, language from uh, from Arabic and language and ancient languages coming up to latin and things like that but the position of a word to a number now means that the number has a narrative content and it's and it's multiplied by how what is represented by that number can be a number can mean many things it just doesn't have to be a count it can be a narration so uh, when we look at that, and then we go into the depth of what you brought up, in terms of you know what pre-existed before our lives and what brings in a massive amount of confusion, if that be the case, it's usually applied by uh, some preordained or predestined element that can be phantomed by looking at the not one's birth date.
0: Well, it'd be interesting to get the parents' birth dates, which I don't have access to. I mean, I haven't really, uh, I haven't looked deeply into this case, but, you know, getting the birth dates of everybody and figuring out what happened in that past life where they were all connected, obviously, to produce this event, including the person that was the actual Paul Franzak. Well,
1: you know, uh, uh, past lives... They, they can be like a movie where a one character appears in the first five minutes of the film and doesn't come back and get into the, into the movie until like the, the last ten minutes. A yeah, but they can still be a was, key
0: character, even if it's. They a can still key be a key character. character,
1: but the the idea that w- we're not just connected to other individuals through an immediate past life, we could not have we could have met that person in ancient times, uh, predated times. And the energy of rejoining doesn't occur until, until
0: much later in the linear Deons scale. Later,
1: thousands of years later, maybe. So some of us have very, 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 very primitive energies. Those families that have children that seem mon- like mongoids or I don't think that's it, well. They don't use the word now. No, no,
0: I don't term. think so.
1: But I, but I uh, think. but uh, very primitive children. Very unruly children, children that you define, they're like a cave person.
0: Well, that can sometimes manifest like as autism. I mean, with behavioral problems or retardation, yeah. as you're referring to.
1: Some of this arises from the fact that the energy of the person may have had recent past lives that were more civilized. But now what's the common denominator is inversed. And now you have, a, you know, the factors are, are the, the, the denominator becomes the uh, Numer- denominator. And, denominator um, becomes the numerator? The, the numerator. And now you've got uh, the, a very, very, very ancient energy taking predominance over the current Correct. energy. So you can, you can invert <laughs> it like a fraction. And, uh. And sometimes that's involved in when you multiply fractions, like one, one quarter, one over four times three, when you get 13, uh, you get 13 over three. Now the energy has changed. It's changed over time. So when you're multiplying numbers together, you have three and four you have three and four, three times four. Three plus four is seven, three times four is 12. You get different numbers. So when you're adding and subtracting, it's most simplistic, but when you multiply in terms of numerology and past life uh, symbolism, you get into a, a, a whole different, you're not looking at the same number anymore. The numbers disappear. So when you're looking at the current life of someone who comes into the planet and that's not really their life, it is, but it isn't. It, they have to reform the, the attitude of what their life is and go back in time to discover who they were or who they are. That's like multiplying. You multiply the energy until you get to the essence of that number. Now, we won't reveal how we do that in numerology, but there's a way of looking at one's birth date in terms of multiplying the numbers, significant numbers. We won't reveal that on the show. That's going to be in our book. But you can multiply significant numbers in a birth date, not just any number, but significant numbers in a, mul- in a birth date. You can multiply that number and get a solid final answer. And that answer... Both the key to one of your past
0: lives. So, you're, t- I mean, we're talking about the singularity of that multiple, though.
1: So. Yeah.
0: So, you would multiply and then, well, and then g- reduce so there's a single number. Yeah. Not multiply, the multiple.
1: Multiply was a term for, you know, it's used in King James.
0: Yeah, go forth and multiply.
1: multiply. I mean, he did. He, you know, he he didn't say go forth and and know, go, go to work. No, he said go forth and go and enter a math class and learn how to multiply. Adam and Eve, um, you need to learn your math. He meant to multiply, but the word multiply is, you know, it's corrupted from the Hebrew and the um, translation translation term It's English. It uh, it, it still means. It's, it is an application of mathematics and numbers. He didn't say go forth and add. And according to Roe and Wade, go forth and subtract. It doesn't matter. Roe versus Wade. Uh, he said to multiply. He mentioned twins, triplets, not to mention that upon each generation, there's a multiplication system going on. Uh, so when we get into that word, we take that word out of context and we apply it to this sense of past lives. Our birth dates are also register as a schematic theme of multiplication because within that birth date, there is a multiplication process going on because we this is not the first, first time, time we've, we've been... ever entered this planet for the most part and uh you know soul well if you look go back to the bible adam was first a body he was a body so he's a physical energy then thereafter God breathed into his nostrils, not his mouth, his nostrils.
0: They and weren't French kissing.
1: They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is how Vicks uh, got. Uh, this is how Vicks got established.
0: Vicks Vapor Rub. Got, or are we talking about the, the nasal thing. thing? Oh, the nasal, the yeah. Vicks nasal, Vick's nasal
1: menthol. God actually gave Could Adam a, a little capsule of Vicks nasal <laughs> thing that he used whenever uh, Adam had a cold. But the, but the attitude is that the soul came second to the body. Now, why God made that decision to put the soul in the body, we define that as now the soul holds karma. And that this, that when the body is dead, the soul will, hold, will register a content of energy that's now collectible
0: right, but and when, accountable. When, his, when Adam had his soul breathed into him, there was no karma. In Adam, the karma wasn't created till after yeah. they were um, created. In, so you have to register that we have a body, innocence in the garden. But within the body, we have a
1: soul. We have a lifetime, but within the lifetime, we have past lives. Right. So because that soul
0: carries history. Well, you're talking about multiples in the birth date, and how uh, you know obviously because of the past lives, there's so much, so much content in, in a birthday code. And what an individual has to do is, is resolve all the birth date numbers until they can, uh, until that master number is actualized. And that's why in our form of numerology, a master number is a single digit. It's not 11, you know, in traditional numerology, 11, 22, 33, are quote unquote master numbers or whatever. But, you have to get down to a single digit. You can't have a master number that is a double-digit master number because it...
1: No. In neurology, you get down to a single digit. Why a single digit? Because the singularity reflects the singularity of God. God. I am the only God. (laughs) There may be other gods, but I'm the only God. There may be other numbers in the birth date, but we get down to the singularity, not redundant, trying to be redundant, but the singularity of one. One. So even when God creates Eve out of the rib, you want to call it that, no ribbing aside, but when he, when he creates Eve out of the rib, he still says two will become, become one. one. He has to get down to that. Single essence. energy. Yep. Numerology is laughable because you gotta get down to a single one. You, know, you might as well say that Adam and Eve becoming one according to God's dictates is laughable too, if you believe in that either that accurate uh, depiction or fable or whatever you want to call it. It's still it's still words written from ancient text. And what happens when two become one? Well the story now says two will become one. But then go forth and multiply. Multiply. So So, two become one, now become three. So now we have one, two, two, one, three. three. One, two, three. We have the first perfect order of numerical energy, which amounts to Six. six, which is the third eye, which is the sixth chakra, which is the mind and consciousness of not only human beings, but the mind and consciousness, if you will, of God because it all derives from one, but you're multiplying one, then two, then two become one, then that becomes three, one, two, three, six, amount that to the sixth work, third eye, that's nine, six and three, that's the number of eternity, and then, eternal number, and it goes on and on and on and on. This is the basis of our theory of numerology when we and entwine it into a language that becomes applicable to a narration of existence for the human soul which is indestructible if you want to use this, these terminologies. Some people will think this is hogwash in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. That's not the school we're in. We're, we're not, not that, in hogwash school. We're not in the class. <laughs> so according to this class, those are the rules and regulations. In our ball, ballpark, but it it all then from there you get into greater depth because math, basic math, is also what algebra, geometry, calculus. It goes on and on and on. There isn't just one branch. There are many branches, just like there are in the tree.
0: And then calculus brings in your teeth.
1: Calculus brings
0: in dentistry, and then you get into science. Is <laughs> right. there calculus on the right. teeth? Right, um,
1: so when we and then when we look at that, you look at the leaves of the tree, numerous leaves of the tree, grains of sand on the beach, stars in the sky, billions Ko uh, Sagan, Sagan uh talked about the billions and billions
0: yeah, and I think billions Genesis, of stars. Genesis, I think God tells Abraham to count the stars in the sky if he can. So that's there's, there's, there's And, and that now only there,
1: but in, um, in the parables, uh, a lot of mention of numbers.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Where is
1: that? Uh, in terms of um, the countless Numbers and God. Well, God says I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the begin, the, the beginning and the end. But He's talking about that in terms of physicality, because if God is eternal, there is no Alpha and Omega, there is no beginning and end. There's only beginning and end in the content of a physical energy. Then we have the beginning and the end. But the soul extends that principle. that that dynamic into something much deeper that transcends the brackets of of a confined space and time becomes endless. Just like, you know, there's a skyline. You finally go up and you go into outer space and then it just ends. It just, there's a big wall. There's nothing there. But even there, the concept of endlessness Becomes overwhelming. Well that's
0: what he says in fifteen five to Abram. And he brought them forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them and he said unto them, So shall thy seed be. So Yeah. There's the go forth and multiply in a different form in the same chapter of the Bible. Yeah. Different different character, but
1: you know, when I was a kid and they were mentioning uh, sperm count, I I was under the understanding that sperm could count. that they were into math, too. Uh, I didn't know it was a verb, sperm count. I thought it was sperm count. But you can have the, uh, when you're talking about sperm or the count of Monte Crystal, what you have in terms of narration, what you have in terms of the attitude of number systems that have No definitive definition in terms of how we look at numbers and how they order the universe and creation and the facets of nature. Everything is defined by a number. This was something my grandfather drilled into my head because I thought numbers were so impersonal. But he taught me otherwise and told me that numbers are very personal. So I changed my mind around the age of seven start to think about these things but until that until we understand the depth of that and that's why god knows our book is over 1500 pages at this point it'll be condensed when it's published well but we've got to gather the notes together that's why it's taking so long Uh, and at least the notes will be collectible in some space uh, aside from being published
0: but you mean in, a, in, a, in the a, in 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 the bulk of the notes? The bulk of the notes will be in a narrative.
1: Yeah, we're keeping that, but the uh, published book will be uh, will be uh, somewhat condensed from the oh, you know. Well,
0: I mean, 20, we're going to have more than fifteen hundred pages when we're like, done. Uh, Two thousand something,
1: but you and then to put this into a format that constructs a, a, an arc of narration so that you know it's, it's definable in terms of the book content is a, quite a job ahead of us. But nonetheless, um, it's an endeavor. And it's got to it cannot be a book that repeats the general themes of numerology. There's plenty of books on numerology, and i can seen that there are 500-page books and 600-page books. But our book not, not, uh, of the countless books I've read our book is far altered it, it's an altered sense it's never been written, I can't find anything that's been written in terms of the content that we're putting into the book and the series behind it um, and we're just in this little measly corner of the earth and you know, right now somewhat unnoticed but it, it will change it will change when, this, when, the, when these ideas are presentable to the public,
0: I mean, we're presenting some of them obviously on the radio now, but in much more condensed and limited form than in the book, which is why you know we have to be cautious about what, what we, say. we what
1: we say. So we try not to say too much, of course, and we we basically uh, use the hour for readings. And until then, we we like to talk about numerology and such things, anything under the sun.
0: Well, that's astrology.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I mean, even when you look at the celestial system, the solar system, it's numbered and balanced. And, I mean, there's a theme right now that that some people believe the moon doesn't exist. What? Some people online are saying, Well the moon Where did you is, see that? I don't know, I read it somewhere, some mm-hmm. nonsense. But uh and then that the moon is a piece of the earth that well, God created the heavens. You know, God, metaphorically, whether literally or metaphorically, whoever the <coughs> creator was. I had a client that informed me in a reading not to use God, to use the creator.
0: Are you who when was this?
1: Uh, recently, the, the the client has passed on, but the client said, uh, "I don't use the word God. I use the word Creator." And um, she she was um, she was Hispanic, but but she uh, lent her life to American um, Indian.
0: I know what you're talking. About. Uh, yeah, but
1: it's not so many. Uh, so she followed the pathway together. of the language of. of her, you know, the native tribe that she adopted, but the the idea that's fine. Creator, God, you know, it, it the, the con the, I mean, I'm the Lord thy God. You are. That's what he says. I'm not. I'm the Lord thy Creator, but I created thee in the image, in my image. So we have the word image. Because image is part of the attitude of their narration. The birth date is an image. The birth date is an image that emerges the day we are born. But it's merely an image. It's a likeness. It doesn't really mean anything until we apply it in, in meaning to the day of birth. But it's still just numbers on the page. And it's not so much the numbers on the page that have power. It's the energy in the numbers that have power. So now energy. Numbers are connected to energy. And that energy is definable by a person's life.
0: We have a caller. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, we don't. Hi, 574, you're on the air. Well, that was fast.
1: See, some lives are brief, <laughs> interrupted by silence, and silence is mysterious. But,
0: okay, uh, back to your... Uh, so, well, you
1: know, I mean, whenever I look at a birth date, I almost laugh. I've not been doing this for 50 years, but I almost I start to laugh because... A birthday. You
0: you always yeah, every time you look at a birthday you start that to laugh. <laughs> then, yeah. Okay. Um, because really I'm about to go on a great
1: narration of, of what the birth date means, but they're just numbers. And you create a storyline around that number, and then obviously the storyline you create from looking at the numbers becomes accurate in the form of the validations that are granted by the person you're talking to. So that I, I've learned which through being serendipitous as much as studious what numbers mean in terms of the connection to facts and figures. A number is a fact. can't deny it. That it is a fact based on a date. And that fact and that date now applies to the individual at hand, so not every birth date is going to be the same. There's variations. You can't assume that a day in in the life of the earth is going to be the same for everyone, just as you can't assume that a birth date, a similar birth date that five, ten, a million people share is going to be the same energy for each person. So what you have to do is carefully analyze the birth date to the person, not the birth date to the date itself. Put the birth date to the person that's where the connection has to become mysterious and somewhat um, karmic and
0: astral well that's you know back to back to our original theme of of of, of, of our topic today that's why on an energetic level, the birth date assigned to a person that may not have had known their real birth date or you know this Paul Franzek, for example, who was claimed as this child and actually wasn't, those the themes of the numbers within the birth date that he adopted essentially does resonate in terms of his past lives. I mean those those are valid themes for him as far was as his what birth he has work to What Her his, his, his registered birth date or his real birth date? World so four twenty six sixty four was his registered birth date. But later on, ten twenty seven sixty four. Now the man that was really the real Paul Fransack, Kevin Beatty, grew up with a birth date that was three fourteen nineteen sixty four.
1: Well, you know when you're playing with numbers Eight, without nine. becoming too uh, recreational, but when you're playing with numbers, Paul comes the the name Paul comes to fourteen. And the first number in each of his birth dates is one four.
0: Wait, where? I'm sorry, I'm lost. Paul. Yes, I got America's that. Yeah, I got that. 14, but and he was born on the April, and he's born on October. Oh, April and October fourteenth. Yeah, so 14. I, I was yeah. I thought I thought you were saying the first no. number is one four in both of his birth dates, and I now, got confused. Quickly, and then and then the other guy uh-huh. was born on the 14th yeah but not really I know. <laughs> not really but the 14th I know yeah
1: but but that's the illusion of, of of energy energy is very elusive but when you get down to that and you systematically calculate you know I'll calculate Paul convert it to number look at the birth date and then begin on a tangent of energy that starts to create a narrative it's all interconnected. You just have to know what you're doing with the numbers. But the numbers mean something. You can't go to any profession, hardly any profession without analyzing numbers, whether you're a doctor, a musician, a, a plumber. Everybody Architect. works with numbers.
0: Yeah, that's it's true. So
1: it, it find something that, that, you might find something. You might find something. But ultimately, um, numbers of, of the basis of life. And that to me, what makes it exciting is that numbers are narratives. And what makes it more exciting is that the narratives have to do with the energy of a life and the origin of one's existence prior to their natural existence. So so we have the natural history. We have a natural history. That's our lifetime. But we have something that's unnatural. We have something that's metaphysical. We have something that is beyond our immediate life, prior to our life, which then gets into the narration of the soul, which God put into the body. So, condemn me, but to analyze the soul is only to analyze what God put into the nostrils of Adam, if you follow that narration or what we have since the beginning of recorded time signified as the soul. But even cavemen, prehistoric humans, alluded to the soul in their drawings and, and in their burial rites. I mean, if we only have the body, why bury? Why put ritual? You know, and, and where our f- stories come from of creation why should it even matter? So this idea that, you know, we have to look. And when we get into that energy of looking backward in the present moment and considering the future, now we have the symbol of zero. Because zero is the essence of past, present, and future. So zero holds in its, in its highest attitude the conception of all time. Universal time. No other number does that. Nine might be considered the eternal number because it multiplies into itself <clears> by its very shape. It's disconnected. Zero, however,
0: is endless.
1: Is endless. Past, present, future, all at once, which now brings into the attitude of omnipresence. So omnipresence omnipresence means all at once. Your present in the moment, that captures all of time. You're all present. So how can you be, it's almost a, it's almost a concept of, um, of confusing the word present. Because how can you be, be present, present and not present? How can you exist and not exist? But if you're present, and that includes all of time, then your status on the earth, your physical statement in one lifetime is all present, meaning it's all encompassing of all time and space. And the soul is our journey person. The soul has been moving through every lifetime and is now just captured in the capsule of of the immediate lifetime you're in. But you know, it's funny because you know, when you take a pill and they put it in a little plastic
0: blister pack the blister pack.
1: But the energy is inside the that, that that the the thing dissolves. Oh you mean energy. you
0: mean the um What's you mean the capsule. capsule. To,
1: yeah. You know, that 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 you shed like a snake skin. It has no meaning to the body. It just holds. The eternal energy, in this case, the eternal energy go- is what your body absorbs within the capsule. Well, our lifetime is the capsule. The content within the capsule is the soul, and that soul involves the entire body. You can't just say, "Well, this you know, doctor, say well this pill is for your heart.'" But well, come on, it's going to affect every part of your body, ultimately. What are the side effects? Well, it's for your heart, but, you know, this may destroy your liver. you got to be careful. You've got to take counts. You've got to get a blood count. Oh, well, no, you've got to get a blood count. And know how God knows how much blood we have in our body. And our intestines can be stretched around the world. Can you imagine? No,
0: our intestines. Our veins are no, veins. our what is it? The bowels? <laughs> the bowel movement? Maybe that. No, it's the, the capillaries. It's the capillaries. The intestines don't stretch around the world. That would not oh, work. I've known some people. It's the veins work. and They're capillaries. 20, <laughs>
1: their gas
0: levels, their Anyway, okay. But Okay, so the capillaries. <laughs> the capillaries in the venous system.
1: So in the venous system? Vein. Oh, vein. Vein. B-E-N-O-U-S. planets into it. But the uh, so you know we have this we have within us a vast universe of energy. It's just a matter of the relative nature of size.
0: Well, you're talking about the life being encapsulated, our immediate existence being a capsule of existence. Yet the soul holds the content of all the previous lives, lives, and specifically we're working out certain karma of certain past lives in this lifetime and sometimes the, though the soul carries all the past lives you know a person may not be dealing with um karma from uh, a given past life right so it's different past lives that are worked through on a on a linear basis in terms of the current lifetime and you know what is what a person is able to get through in a given lifetime is 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 has to be measured and may not be um, accomplished in a single lifetime. I mean, if they're only dealing with karma from a few past lives and there's karma from multiple past lives that still needs to be addressed, that means they have to come back and live in that capsule of existence again. It was
1: interesting, you know, (laughs) a doctor was concerned about certain parts of my blood count and whatever, and he suggested that I go on this medication. And obviously, the medication ultimately meant that it could possibly save my life. In some context of narration, so I picked up this medication, and the pill is so tiny; it looks like it. It looks like something in my cat's little its nose. It's so tiny. Your cat. I thought. I thought it's so tiny. How can this little tiny pill? have anything to do with saving my life or potentially saving my life or potentially
0: changing anything. Well, let's not, I mean, let's not be dramatic. You're not on the verge of death or anything. No, 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 but no.
1: But, but you know, when you're, when, it, if a doctor says, well, you know, your counts here is kind of high and we don't want to get out of hand. Yeah, it's not a pill, blood count necessarily, yeah. But then they have to take blood counts to make sure, sure that, that, that the, the level is affecting too right. much. But the pill itself was so tiny. It's the tiniest pill I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, something you floss with. It, it, it's something that came between your... It was so tiny that I do not even know how the medicine men got anything in there. But it's concentrated. And it almost, you know, when, when, when you think about size and numbers... You have 92. Now you have 9.2. That little dot registers a number system. And it changes the whole concept of numbers into something else. Now you have 9.2.
0: That little point. Oh, yeah. And you move that decimal over to the left, then it's 0.92, which really changes things. That makes it more right encapsulated (laughs) it's more analogous to that that pill you're talking about just
1: a little just a little mark of time so our little marks in time of what you originally presented in today's conversation as what are the preliminaries of a lifetime where what are the preludes of our existence no matter how small they may be they could have vast significance in the outcome of our present life So whatever that dot was in a previous life can amount to having a non-identity or a mistaken identity or a lack of identity, for that matter, in the current life you're in.
0: And something else that's just just interesting about, and we're closing the show in just a minute, his master number um, on the birth date that he lived with until the time he found out his real birth date, he was a five. And he's become the spokesperson, you know, um, and a kind of public figure, blogs and uh, TV interviews, all that. And in 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 his um, in his day, his real birth date is a He he you know is essentially using his fifth chakra very actively. So it's interesting that he doesn't have it in the actual birth date, but in his previous birth date, right. he, that was his master number. And he is really fulfilling that five on some level, at least. Right. So anyway, last words?
1: No last words. We don't we want to say continuation. Okay, so
0: we're back on the air um, next, this week, Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, everybody, for listening today, and we hope to hear from you on Friday. Bye-bye.